Hello and welcome to the Modulate Mind Music Podcast. My name is Isabel Heed and I'm a professional violinist and meditation teacher from Melbourne. Each week I use this podcast to explore a different theme of the human experience through combining meditation practices and new music. The format of the podcast begins with an explanation of the week's theme, followed by meditation and musical interludes. This podcast is also in support to Modulate Music's live performance series, which involves professional musicians performing old and new music live alongside guided meditation interludes. I'm delighted to announce that Modulate Music has an upcoming event in Melbourne at the Gertrude Street Yoga Studios on the 16th of December, combining restorative yoga, meditation and new music on the theme of attention. If you'd be interested in attending, you can book at gertrudestreetyoga.com.au or find out further information at modulatemusic.com. And you can follow us as Modulate Music on Instagram and Facebook. So for this week, I'm exploring the theme of relating to others. From a meditative perspective, you can learn a lot about how you relate to others through self-reflection. You don't need the presence of other beings to understand these relationships. When you bring this theme into reflection, you're obviously looking at what you offer to your relationships with others, not what they do, as that's the part that you can bring change and influence to. Now we all generally agree that being judgmental and biased towards some people over others is probably not a desirable quality. Racism, sexism, the list goes on, All these qualities are generally frowned upon in society. Now, I would consider these qualities quite extreme bias, but it is interesting to observe on a subtler level the way in which most of us tend to categorise other people. We have my friends, my family. Generally, these are the people we care about. Then you might have my colleagues, my neighbours, which might be on the next tier. And then we have all the other people, the sort of strangers who we probably have more of a neutral attitude towards. And then finally, we have our enemies or people that we have a mild to strong aversion to. So why do we have these preferences to different people? Sure, it's probably to do with the way that they've treated us. But if we look a little deeper, we might find that it has something to do with how the person relates to our own sense of well-being. Our friends complement our sense of well-being, hopefully support us and help us be happier. But the interesting thing to observe is what happens when our friend doesn't do what we want or says something that challenges us. What happens? Do we have some aversion? 
Are they still our friend? Or maybe we put them in the used to be friend category. Or on the flip side, have you ever had an enemy become a great friend over time? How does that happen? Did the person begin evil and then become an angel? I think one of the most interesting things is to observe how our minds relate to the people we find difficult in our lives. If we look deeply at any person or even ourselves, we will no doubt agree that we have many different qualities, probably many of them positive and some of them negative. Also, we are constantly changing, both in our body and mind. There's probably no moment where you can say, that is me and I'm always like that. You're actually constantly in flux. So when you think of someone difficult in your life or from your past, have a look at how you think about them. What you'll most likely find is a static, unchanging image or idea about how they are bad how they are always bad. We hold on to such a solid idea about the person that it is almost like a caricature image of the person. As I just discussed before, there's no one existing statically, unchanging. So this caricature is not in touch with reality. And this can often bring us a lot of suffering possibly more than the initial behaviour of the person inflicted on us. So in no way should we accept terrible behaviour or just become apathetic towards how people are treating us. But remember, for this practice, we are reflecting on what we are offering to the situation, how we can bring greater happiness and less conflict to ourselves and others. If we have a look at how we feel when we are thinking about our enemy or difficult person, there will always be a sense of separation. Me versus them. You hurt me. This sort of mindset is isolating, lonely, competitive, and downright miserable. Whereas if we have a look at how we feel with our friends or the people we love, we will always have more of a sense of us, sharing, a feeling of wanting to be all happy together, a level of contentment. I think this is enough of a sign to know that this is a healthy and balanced mindset. So from a meditative perspective, this balanced, inclusive mindset is one that can be cultivated, worked on, so that you can experience a sense of inclusiveness and caring to everyone you meet, not just the people you consider your friends. This also helps one to be less reliant upon the way others treat you, as this is largely out of your control. And it helps you be confident with what you can offer to others.
So we will begin the meditation with relaxation, relaxing the body and the mind. We will then follow with bringing focus and attention to the mind. I will then lead you through the practice that will involve some visualization in relation to this week's theme of relating to others. I will then introduce the musical excerpt for this week, which is Melbourne sound artist Hal Varden. We will now begin the meditation. You will hear the sound of the bell to mark the beginning and conclusion of the meditation. So we begin the meditation, as always, bringing complete relaxation to the body, completely releasing all the muscles, giving way to gravity. It is common to store tension in the shoulders, the neck, the face. So direct your attention to these areas and consciously soften and release. Soften the forehead, the brows, the eyes. There is no need to hold on to anything. start the session, I often find it helpful to take three deep breaths to help encourage the mind and the body to let go. You can draw particular attention to the out-breath to encourage this release. Now that you are beginning to release the body, it is important to assume a posture of attentiveness, completely released but ready to focus. Whether you are sitting, standing or lying down, the most important thing is to ensure your back is comfortably straight.
Now that we have brought the body to a level of relaxation and stillness, we can take some time to prepare the mind to also enjoy some freedom and stillness. Our mind is often full of many ideas, our to-do list, preparing, organizing, reflecting. This can be helpful when we want to achieve things, but do we need to do it all the time? Are you ever relieved from this to-do list or does it just keep going, never satisfied and free? In meditation, this constant mind wandering is called rumination. And although it's normal for most people, it does not mean it is at all helpful. So let's try taking a break from rumination. Release all your concerns in regards to the past and the future. They will not be at all helpful for this practice. Instead, give yourself the luxury of coming in to the present moment. Right now, you are fine, so let yourself be fine. Enjoy the natural stilling of the mind that arises from being completely present. Now that we have brought a level of focus to the mind, we will begin the practice. Bring to mind a close friend, someone you easily feel love and a sense of closeness to. You can visualize an image of them a short distance in front of you. They may have been someone who has helped you, supported you, Whatever they have done, you care about their well-being. As you visualize this person, pay attention to any feelings that might arise in relation to this person. There may be physical sensations, but also pay attention to how you feel mentally. Is there a sense of well-being, caring? Spend some time simply observing this experience that is arising, like a silent witness, free from commentary.
Now release the image of this person and come back to rest. Now bring to mind someone in which you have contact with, but you don't really know. Someone you would consider a stranger or an acquaintance. This could be someone that serves you at your local shop or that you see on your daily commute, whoever comes to mind. Try visualizing an image of this person a short distance in front of you. As you visualize this person, pay attention to any feelings that arise in relation to this person. Are they different to the feelings you had towards the first person you visualized? Spend some time simply observing this experience that is arising and its difference compared to the first experience. Now release the image of this person and come back to rest. Now bring to mind someone you find more difficult in your life. Maybe you do not begin this practice with someone you have a lot of difficulty with. Just begin with someone that maybe mildly irritates you. If you enjoy this practice and want to continue regularly practicing it, then over time you can progress to the more challenging people in your life. But to begin, just starting with someone you have a mild irritation with. As you visualize this person, pay attention to any feelings that arise in relation to this person. Are they different to the feelings you had towards the first person you visualized? Now you might find your mind wanting to go into a narrative of when this person did this and that. See if you can release this. This practice is actually not about what the person has done. That is another topic. This is about what you're cultivating in yourself. Instead, spend some time simply observing this experience that is arising and its difference compared to the first experience. 
Is there a, the same caring, open sense of well-being? Or is it tense, tight, isolated? A sense of me versus them? Spend some time observing, free from criticism, just observing, like a silent witness. Now release the image of this person and come back to rest. Now within this practice you may have felt a variety of experiences, all self-generated, as the people you have visualised are most likely not in your presence. This can be a revealing practice to see the mental states in which we are cultivating towards others. Take joy that you've undertaken some time to become aware of this. And in turn, you're actually providing yourself with the opportunity to bring change and influence to the way you are relating to others. So now bring your mind back to settle in stillness. As I introduce the musical excerpt.
Thank you for listening to the Modulate Mind Music Podcast. I hope it has been beneficial for you and you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to write a review and subscribe for this podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. You can share your comments on iTunes or at www.modulatemusic.com. Once again, my name is Isabel Heed and you can join me again on next week's Modulate My Music podcast where we'll be exploring the theme of identity. Look forward to sharing it with you then.